Back in 2018, several hundred women in Cape Town stitched up a storm, producing nearly 4,000 yo-yos, little gathered roundels made out of traditional shui shui fabric. The material was donated by manufacturers to Gama Textiles for another earlier woman's own project, commemorating, in conjunction with Artscape, the 60th anniversary of the Women's March for Peace and Freedom in 1956. Well, using the fabric left over, the original idea was to produce one great big textile artwork created by all the women of Cape Town. Then, when we heard Artscape, the Theatre Centre, was turning 50 years old this year, 2021, it was decided that we should finish the piece in celebration, because what better place than Artscape to hang an all-woman-made artwork? Well, we finally got to the stage of at last putting all the pieces together, all those little yo-yos. And first, we invited designer Mara Fleischer to oversee and guide the project. Then the Zeitz Museum of Contemporary African Art came on board, giving us a wonderfully fertile space in which to work in their education department. Pick and Pay supplied the tea and coffee that kept us all going. And then we put out a call for volunteer stitchers to come to the workshops. Well, we were overwhelmed by the response as women volunteered from all over Cape Town, from Kailicha to Claremont, Strandfontein to Seapoint. In fact, very soon we had to make a waiting list. Mother and daughter team Emily and Leah Lekoji made yo-yo button badges for each volunteer and we were set to go. Leading the way, Mara showed us all what to do and after that the workshops were a buzz of energy, chatter, connections as string after string of stitch yo-yos went up on the walls. We shared personal stories about life and lockdown, sewing tips, ideas, inspiration. Our oldest stitcher, Uta, was 80 and our youngest, Sitembile, was just 19. Because the whole process is organic, we don't know yet exactly what the finished Every Woman piece will look like, nor what it will be called, so suggestions were all part of the workshop too. And just so that you can share in the progress of the process, so to speak, and be part of the picture, listen here to what some of the volunteers and the stakeholders had to say. And do make sure to keep watching our Facebook pages, Woman's Own Cape Town and the Every Woman Project Cape Town, because the process is ongoing and we would love you to be part of it. My name is Joy Sievel. I'm from Steenburg. During lockdown, it was quite a challenge. First of all, we opened a feeding scheme where we help the community to feed the community. I, I personally did some um, sewing things to help the elderly and the people that was unemployed to just equip them with the sewing and she, and everybody like started to making masks to accommodate for themselves. What do you do generally? You seem to be quite a sewer. What's your thing? <laughs> I'm not a machinist or anything. I just love like doing things for the community, occupy themselves, the youngsters, senior citizens, you name it. I just like to work with the community. I'm an auxiliary, volunteer auxiliary law enforcement, and I work for TSI Apparel. And how are you enjoying making the yo-yos? Very much, very much. It's very encouraging. It also gives you some ideas what you can do of little things and you occupy. I can actually do this also now to occupy the other people and encourage them also to come and assist voluntary and give your time as much as people. You can learn more and more. I'm Gladys. I'm from all crossroads. At the present moment, I'm a domestic worker, but at my spare time, I like doing hand sewing, doing a lot of things like beading and the gardening. I'm a mother of four with six grandchildren. 
all are hopeful we can have a, a lady president in this country which can bring this country to something else because a woman has got all the ideas of how to control the house. What about the world? And are you enjoying doing the yo-yos? I am really enjoying this because I see this in the newspaper. Then I think to myself, oh, this is time for me to jump in and do something. Hi, good morning. My name is Wilhelmina Swartz. I've got four children. At the moment, I am a also a gardener and also a very good baker. And when I bake, I always bake for the community, handing the biscuits and all the cake stuff out to the children at Walking Pass. And uh, my passion is hand needle sewing, crochet, knitting and gardening. Where are you from? I'm from Stramfontein, all the way from Stramfontein. And my sister read about this in a paper and she just gave me a call. Mina, I did put on your name. I said, yes, I would come because I've got a passion for this. And how are you enjoying it? Very, oh, I enjoy it so much. It's very nice and I would like to carry on with this, even go do it at home or so. One day I can make my own beads freeze and my curtainings. <laughs> Hello, I'm Valerie. I'm from Observatory. I live in Observatory, which is a wonderful, creative, arty place. During lockdown, we had a big community effort. Everybody tried to help everybody else. We were baking and doing fun things like that. And also, I live alone, so I have a dog. And through lockdown, because we couldn't go out, we had to make some way to exercise. He's quite a big dog, so he needed to move. So we made an obstacle course around the house and through the garden and throwing balls and throwing throws and fun things just to keep moving and mobile and active. And it was a challenging time, but we got through it and we're moving on and hopefully we're better people for it. And how are you enjoying working with the yo-yos? Oh, the yo-yos are great fun. And the shui shui fabric is just so gorgeous. It's got such a lovely complexity of colours and textures and it's, it's just going to be an amazing piece of art when it's finished. I think it's going to be great. <laughs> Hi, my name is Nolotando. I'm from Kayalecha and I'm currently unemployed. And most of the time I spend the time with my son, baking, reading for him. Yeah, and that's it. But you obviously do things with your hands. You seem very good. Yes. I, my grandmother used to sew a lot, so I, I used to work with her. So I, I, I love sewing. And how are you enjoying working with the yo-yos? Oh, I'm loving it. I'm loving it a lot. I'm enjoying every little, every little everything about it. I'm Lucretia, and I'm working at the SABC, and I'm from Crawford. When I'm not working, I read a lot. Yeah. What sort of things do you read? I read motivational books. Yes, yes, that's the kind of books that I like to read. Okay. What made you come to this? I was always inspired to give something back to the community, volunteer work. And now I found the time to do it. Before, I never had the time to do it. But now, after COVID, I've realized that I must really get involved in volunteer work. And how are you enjoying doing the sewing? I enjoy it. It's a long time since I've done sewing. I think in school was my last. <laughs> Hi, my name is Pauline Dipper. I'm from, from Scottsdale, Kruifontein. Um, and I'm a domestic worker. 
but my free time, I like to work in the community and I like crocheting. Um, what, so, what sort of crocheting do you do? What do you make? Um, the little blocks and then turn it into a blanket or the doily, that thing. So not very fancy stuff or whatever because normally I leave projects. Then I take on something new, like I'm busy with the, with the quilt for my daughter now, but I'm doing it with a hand. I'm not using the machine at all, so yeah. <laughs> and how are you enjoying doing this work? I enjoy this very much. I actually stumbled across a, a newspaper from Athlone, and that's where I saw it. And I thought to myself, okay, I want to do this because I have this other thing. I like to meet people. <laughs> I don't talk a lot, but I like to meet people. So, yeah. So I decided for myself, okay, I'm going to come. <laughs> My name is Nicolene Wumisam Shanganyeli. I'm currently residing in Banga, heading up a tourism company called Ikonjani Travel and Tours. And we focus on authentic cultural adventures and we're all about assisting organizations and artists within our community. Our offering is within the Western Cape as well as the Eastern Cape and we're more focused on the cultural tours. Then in that case, you probably would know a little bit about Shwe fabric. What, do you, what can you tell me about Shwe fabric? With regards to the Shwe fabric, I know the Iziko Museum had um, an exhibition there and the Shwe fabric itself originated from Germany and um, in the Kosa culture, the Shwe fabric um, is normally worn by women and it was named after the Shwe king as well. And are you a sewer generally or is this the first time you've been sewing? Well, I sew here and there to fix items at home, but I've never actually sewn for somebody else. So those um, needle classes in primary school, they came in handy today. (laughs) (laughs) And are you enjoying working with the yo-yos here? Yes, I am actually. Um, Quite tricky little things. I love the fact that we get an opportunity to write through words of hope and blessings to people that will be seeing the little yo-yos. And um, we're hoping that um, the yo-yos will be called Isanga September, meaning (laughs) the circle of hope. So we're hoping that on Facebook they choose that name. Thank you. Wow, that's something else. Olwati, what about you? Um, I'm Nicolene's business partner. I'm also residing in Langa. I love working with people. also love assisting the community. And are you a sewer or is this your first time? It's not my first time. I'm enjoying what I'm doing, more or less. (laughs) Wonderful. Thank you. Thank Thank you you. both so much. Circle of Hope. Yes. Say it to me one more time. Isanga September. That's beautiful. Thank you. All right. Oh, no, dust collector. You know what I mean? Mara, yes. Can I talk to you as well as the designer of this whole project? How do you think it's going and what do you think is going to be the end result? What are we going to, what are we going to achieve here? Well, I think for me, I do envision the end product, but for me, the process is it's what it's about. So these women coming here and talking and sharing stories and connecting just through the stitching, connecting each other and connecting communities. So that for me has, was always the big draw card of being part of this project. 
we've got, I think, 3,700 or thereabouts yo-yos, which I believe now have a brand new name. What are we going to do with them? We're making them into strips. How do you envisage the end product? So I think we might have mentioned it, but uh, I have a little bit of a reservation because I don't know where it's going to hang. And also the idea that it's going to hang, how long is it going to hang and what's it going to be like in 10 years time. So my thoughts are is to kind of design it in such a way because I think it's an incredibly beautiful bedspread. And maybe in sections, it'll be a big installation, but sections of bedspread. And then we donate it or we auction one off because it may hang at the Games for a year or something or for a while, but then maybe we auction it off or gift it to somebody. Just because I think utilizing the this woven stories is nicer than just having a hanging piece for too long. So th- these are just thoughts that are coming as we as we workshop through this. It's very much an organic process. Yes. And I think part of the yeah. organic process was you came up with the idea of including the bottoms of tin cans or the tops of tin cans so that they could hang between all the different yo-yos, which is an inspired idea. What are you thinking there? I just felt it needed something sort of a little bit of glitz, a little bit of shine, a little bit of bling. And initially we thought of big washes and then you very well like to say, which I agree with is find something recycled, which I love. And so tin cans just seem to be the right thing. The beauty of the tin can lids is that when they when they're all hanging together, they will tinkle in the wind and, and yes. make a noise, which yeah. would be nice. Eh? Yes. And also the fact that they've come from uh, different communities. People have had baked beans out of one can. You know, they've, they've, it's symbolic of feeding the communities that they've come from, which is nice. Great. Mara, everybody has told me a little bit about who they are, where they live and what they do. Yeah. And you? Where do I live? So I live in Cape Town, but I'm initially from Joburg. And um, what I do, you know, I'm such a serial eclectic of all sorts of things, but I think the binding force in what I do is creativity. I love connecting creativity and working with creative people. And very often I used to start my own businesses and I was very much a maker and a doer. But as I got older, I felt the value and of participating and working with people and connecting people and just having the vision to change people's vision of their own businesses and, and creating something bigger than what they've started. I've also asked everybody if they're enjoying this process. Are you enjoying it? I am loving it. Loving it. I think we're so lucky to be in the space. I think it's so perfect. Um, I'm just feeling very blessed to be part of it. Loving it. Well, it's maybe going to be called the blessing blanket or the singing skirt, but I think there are all sorts of new names coming up. In terms of a name, what are you thinking? I'm not thinking. I'm allowing it to flow. Yeah. The idea of it being a blessing blanket is because there are little messages going. Just describe to me the message story. So that came pretty much about, uh, I think, I don't know, how, how did it come about? We just, it, it just evolved through us chatting and, and we realized that that's a good idea. They're perfect little pockets. Let's, let's put little wishes in there and all blessings. And also, because I just think it's, we just need to put so much positive energy out there right now. It's such a time of creating positive energy and positive flow. My name is Teresa Smith. I am from Cape Town, have lived northern suburbs, southern suburbs in the city centre, so Cape Town it is, and have been sewing uh, since I was a kid because my mom used to sew, and she taught sewing, and lucky for me she taught sewing because I'm left-handed, so I was always contrary to everything everybody else was working on. And I know a woman's own because of Biddle and Nancy, and have been fitting in and out of the group since the beginning, 
And the sewing thing, I was always really very taken with that idea because of the symbolism of the circle. Because Biddle suggested that idea of coming full circle as well. But women think in circles. We don't think in squares and lines. And everything about how we think is about bringing things together. And that's how I see this project, the Every Woman Project, about how it brings women together to sit and talk over while keeping your hands busy. And the Shwe of course, has the whole complete symbolism of where that fits into our history. And it's been cool taking the photos right from the beginning because that started off with pieces of fabric and threads and things that you used to make material with. And now we've got these, well, I always think of them as rosettes, actually, so there's another word, but the yo-yos. And we're putting them together and it's a very organic process, which is also what I've always associated with women's own. This idea of there's no rigid structure of this is what we must be. But there's a lot of talking and talking together of ideas of, well, what is it that we want to achieve and how can we do this together? And that's what this project is to me. So I'm so super stoked to see it actually gets to a point where we've got this thing that's finished but I don't think it's ever really going to be finished again that whole circle thing working in spirals and circles because this will give rise to something else again and we'll just move forward with something else even though in a way this will come to a finished project we will have already started with something else then and we'll go forward like women usually do. And just lastly, are you enjoying it? Are you physically enjoying it? Not just the photography, but are you enjoying the sewing? Yeah, not just because it's actually getting me out of the house for the first time in, in months and interacting with people, which is so weird because I just want to be talking the whole time. It's like, no, I'm supposed to be making something. But the actual physical act of sewing has always brought me pleasure. There is a repetition to it, but there's a creativity to it as well that I really enjoy. I'm Beryl Eichenberger and I have the position of librarian, chief librarian, and also public relations and marketing and admin and whatever else gets chucked at me for Women's Own, which is an absolute delight. And I come from Bloberg. I think what's been most interesting is how, A, how quickly the workshops were booked, which is quite unusual, but also that so many of um, the ladies that came today have read about had read about the workshops in the community newspapers. It wasn't so much our own database. But the need to connect was very, very obvious. And the fact that they could now move out in a safe space and do something with their hands that they loved. So many of them have been using crafts to get through lockdown. So there's an enormous amount of talent within the women that have been here. But there has been such a wonderful mix of women chatting to each other, learning about their families, exactly what we want people to do within the woman's own family, so to speak. Um, so th I've learned about, I think, more than anything else, how important it is, again, to connect and how we need that connection and how we actually become so much more motivated when we're able to sit with somebody whom we don't know and just watch them sew and sew with them. So it's been a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful experience. And the women have come from all over. Strandfontein, I think, observed. Strandfontein, from Kailicha, from Guguletu, from Nyanga, from Langa, from Claremont, from 
Bloberg, from Kenilworth, from literally from all over. And mostly, as I said, they learned about it through the community newspapers because, as you know, Fishhook even, you know, as you know, they feed every single area. So that's been really, really interesting. And that, and what's I think is also very important is they've been, many of them didn't know about the museum, have never been to the museum before. So now they've been exposed to this art, which is so exhilarating. And most of them have taken up the opportunity to actually go on a tour of one of the exhibitions with Richard Kilpert, who's been enormously kind to us to to put all of this together, help us put it all together. And they've just come back so full of enthusiasm and wanting to do something. In, in fact, many of them have said, please, can we come back? And I've had to put them sort of on the waiting list, but I know that we're going to have more workshops to finish off and everything else. And I know that we're going to have a wonderful group of women to do that. Just lastly, you've been doing a bit of sewing yourself. You've enjoyed it. Yes, I have. I have. I mean, I learned to sew when I was a kid, obviously, and then when I was at art college. But uh, yeah, it's, it's very calming. And once you're focused... It's very simple to do and have a conversation as well without mucking anything up. Um, but it's been very, uh, very calming and very sort of relaxing. And we've just sort of all gone into our own little space. In fact, this morning's workshop was so quiet. Nobody was saying anything. They were just like concentrating because I think there's a bit of competition to get the first length out, you know, and then start on the second one. So that it's been really wonderful, especially after lockdown. I think that's what we've needed because everybody's been so fraught and not been able to contact other people or being able to contact them but not be next to them. And this has been a wonderful way of sort of breathing and just knowing we're all in the same space and we're all in it together, actually, even if we're apart. Hi, I'm Richard Kilpert. I'm the art educator at the Zeitz Museum of Contemporary Art Africa. So it's a very busy place. We're sitting here surrounded by wonderful, exotic and exciting things. What do you do here at the centre? Well, it's been uh, a very busy two years of uh, doing tours for schools and students and workshops for teachers and lecturers and hosting workshops with art educators and other art education institutions like La Lela. They do workshops with their schools here and basically facilitating access to the museum for free and to our program of exhibitions in the museum. The Every Woman Project is a collaborative project that's creative, bringing people together and making something bigger than just the individual. And it's creating a visual marker to celebrate something that it's vital, which is creativity and and solidarity. And what uh, we've done in the Centre of Art Education and a lot of our projects and our workshops are taking away or working with artworks in the museum and very often they are a result of a collaborative project as a process as well. An Alana Tsui or a Abdullah Kunate wall hanging will be made by many hands and be a spectacular testament to creativity and an African voice and it definitely relates to our programs and our projects in the museum uh, education centre. So are you enjoying seeing all these women sitting here stitching away? 
Oh, it's uh, it's just so great that after this pause of, of lockdown to have people um, coming into the museum, many for the first time and sharing our uh, education space and being so happy. And just, it sounds like a sort of one of those dove coots. There's just people are bubbling with, with stories and sharing. And then to see the eyes open when we go and see the Senzeni Maricela exhibition, which works also with um, stitching and weaving and telling women's stories. So it's a very powerful and potent moment for us and one that resonates with our curatorial practice. Yes, I think this, it seems to me that there's quite a lot of emphasis on textile art here at the site. I don't know if that's by coincidence or by design, but it does seem to occur quite a lot. Just tell me a little bit more about the Senzani exhibition. Okay, so Senzani Maricela is one of our uh, bright lights in South African art cultural uh, spaces, but she hasn't had a lot of attention, and this is a major solo show for her. Um, it's a celebration of her, mainly her six years of a performance piece where she wore um, a, 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 a uniform and enacted a whole bunch of memory-based uh stories and uh, commonalities with so many women in South Africa. And so it's uh, very often linked to uh, the traditional practices, both not only the things that you wear, like the blankets, the traditional blankets, to the shwe shwe cloth, um, which has a wonderful resonance with the pieces that are in the Women's Own Project, being also shwe shwe cloth from Dagama. And so the the exhibition really speaks uh, very strongly to uh, an experience of being a woman in South Africa. And uh, certainly our museum has a very strong emphasis on the female voice, on the voice of the neglected and space. And what's incredible is a lot of contemporary practicing artists are not doing just drawings or just sculptures or paintings. They're working in a way uh, with the everyday and with the found and with the recycled. And so that's the prominence of, of the textile and the material practice. So a happy synergy all round. Just lastly, what has the Zeitz learned through this really, really challenging time where people haven't been able to get out, people are, have got no money to do all the things they'd like to do? What, in your, in your view, what has the Zeitz learned? Well, we've, like so many people, we've learned to survive. We're a very strong and tight team. We've gone into our research and into our practice, but we've really been led by Koyo Koyo from the head, and she's really re-emphasized uh, our need to connect with our base, which is our, our space in Cape Town, and connect with the real Cape Townians and to reflect uh, the voices of, of where we come from and where we are. The education center is going to be doing a mobile museum project where we go out from the museum so we're not just locked here at the waterfront, which itself is rather elitist. And so we're really breaking down the barriers and questioning, like so many museums, what a museum is and what it can be. Well, while we talk about breaking down the barriers, this is the Every Woman Project. But um, do you sew, Richard? Are you, are you going to sew a couple of yo-yos for us? I am definitely going to sew some yo-yos. Uh, as a father of a daughter, I'm getting my hand uh, into uh, things. Well, my wife would say definitely uh, with the son as well, because he's a, a real maker. He likes working with his hands and one shouldn't just have one thing. But I've noticed that with my, my daughter's love of textile and cloth, and clothes and getting dressed up and stuff. The, the, the idea of making costumes and, and making is, is very important. And as I told you just now, it's a, uh, my train journeys, I learned from uh, the women going to town who were knitting on the train. I learned to knit. So certainly uh, I've got a big respect for that. And I think the world really needs to learn the, the forgotten arts of, of do-it-yourself and making. So I'm loving this project. Thank you. 
So before you forget, we're going to invite you to come and soak up some yo-yos. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Nancy. <laughs>